0: Today is April 1st, 2023, and it's raining outside. Eight years ago, on April 1st, 2015, it was also raining outside, and it was the day of my mother's funeral. I've experienced a lot of traumatic events in my life, but losing my mother, Beatrice Nelson, also referred to as Queen Bee, was by far the most traumatic experience I've ever had. Queen Bee was my biggest cheerleader. she was sweeter than the honey on the honeycomb and I want to pay tribute to her on this day because talking about her on this day is part of my therapy writing and talking is recommended therapy for trauma victims but I don't consider myself a victim of trauma. I consider myself a victor because when God is in it, there is no limit. So on this day, I'm starting my podcast April 1st, 2023. And this is no April Fool's joke. This is the real thing, baby. So sit back and listen to my podcast Own It and Talk It Out. My mother, Queen Bee, was born in Kentucky around 1934 time frame if I'm not mistaken. The picture of The little girl on my brand is a picture of my mother, Queen Bee, when she was five years old. My mother's parents were Chester and Hattie Knoll. And they migrated from Kentucky to Ohio in the 1930s. When they left Kentucky and went to Ohio, they sent my mother, Beatrice Knoll. Well, at the time, she was Beatrice Knoll. When she married, she became Beatrice Nelson. They sent my mother, Beatrice, to St. Louis to live with their relatives. I believe it was Aunt Gladys. I think, I'm pretty sure that that's person that my mother told me that she went to live with temporarily while her mother and father relocated to Ohio. My grandfather, Chester Noel, served in World War I, and he was a victim of trauma. Chester joined the Army in 1917 during the first draft him and his brother Benny they both signed up for the army at the same time in 1917 during that particular time frame the entire military was segregated in April of 1918 Chester Knoll and Benny Knoll were entrained at Camp Annapolis Junction which is current-day Fort Meade in Maryland. They both served in World War I and went to Germany to fight in the war. Chester was a prankster, and he loved to scare the grandchildren. I think I said that already. But from my research, what I discovered is that a lot of soldiers during that time frame used humor and laughter as a means to cope with their stress. Post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, is a new name to an old story because during World War I, it was referred to as shell shock. being traumatized at the age of two by my grandfather, Chester. Papa. Imagine this, if you will. My mother and father took the entire family to visit our grandparents. We lived in Lorain, Ohio at the time, and we traveled to Elyria, Ohio where my grandparents lived. And normally when we would go visit our grandparents, we would spend the night at their house. So on this particular occasion, my grandfather, he was notorious for going to bed before the grandchildren. He suffered from insomnia, and he loved to drink as well. I remember him going to bed early, and he covered himself in the bed. He covered himself completely from head to toe. I witnessed him scaring some of my other siblings prior to going to bed. And I tried my best to convince my mother that it was better for me to sleep in another room so that I wouldn't have to walk past my grandfather's bed because I knew he was going to scare me. But nonetheless, my mother pretty much coached me into walking past my grandfather's bed because I don't think that she realized the severity of being scared at that time frame. So picture this in your mind. The living room areas where everyone would normally fellowship. And when it came time to go to bed, you had to walk past Papa's bedroom in order to get to the stairwell, to the upstairs bedrooms where we would sleep. So Papa would get in the bed and cover himself completely from head to toe, and you didn't know if his head was at the foot of the bed or if it was at the head of the bed. I remember walking past, or should I say creeping past, Papa's bed. He reached his hand from underneath the covers, grabbed hold of my wrist, and said, Meow! Meow. (laughs) Meow. Are you kidding me? Two years old Papa. Uh, immediately I went into fight, flight, and freeze mode. I tried my best to fight Papa. All my life I had to fight. <laughs> but nonetheless, I couldn't I couldn't fight him because he was too strong. Then I went into flight mode and I tried to get away, but he was holding my hand so tight that I couldn't get away. And lastly, I froze. Eventually, Papa let me go. When I went upstairs that night, I was literally terrified and I didn't sleep the entire night. And after that, I became afraid of my grandfather because I associated him with fear. Avoidance is a category of trauma. Papa died. On the 7th of February, 1968, when I was three years old. On the 7th of February, 2007, the 39th anniversary of Papa's death, when I was a Chief Master Sergeant on active duty in the United States Air Force, I re-experienced the trauma. And I didn't sleep for seven days. At the end of that ordeal, I wrote more than three-fourths of my book, divinely inspired book, that is, Seven Days in the Fire, in one day. I wrote more than three-fourths of it in one day. Writing is therapy for trauma victims, and writing the book is what started me on my healing journey. Remember when I said I avoided my grandfather? Not only did I avoid him, but after being scared by him, I also avoided cats. Meow! I've been educating people about trauma ever since I wrote my book because I published it on the 40th anniversary of Papa's death. What I want to leave you with in this particular episode is the severity of scaring children. Parents, if you're listening to this podcast, be mindful of letting your children be scared or letting someone scare your children or your child. At the time in which Papa scared me, my brain wasn't even fully developed. And a lot of times, trauma is transgenerational. It's being passed on from one generation to the next. While I don't think that Papa intentionally traumatized me, nonetheless, he did. But writing my book, like I said started me on my healing journey and I have been educating people about trauma ever since I I sit back and I think about all of the trauma that not only my grandfather papa endured but Also, the hand of trauma that was dealt to my mother. And while I don't think that she meant to coach me into being scared by my grandfather either, I do know that trauma in and of itself is an ugly baby. Sometimes you got to confront it because exposure leads to closure. So I hope and pray that this particular podcast and me starting this podcast is going to encourage family members as well as friends to begin to identify your trauma. Then own it. And lastly, uh, talk it out. Stay tuned for the next episode of Own It and Talk It Out.